Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be talking about gamification, adding game elements to an activity to make it more enticing. I'll also share some fun and engaging gamification ideas to help your family with cleaning, tidying up, and decluttering. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. So today on the podcast, I'm talking about gamification. So it was a term that was coined by Nick Palling in 2002. And the term gamification refers to applying the typical elements of game playing to other activities. And this helps to make the other activities more enticing and more fun to complete. Some of the elements that you might add to a task to make it like a game is adding points. So you might be wanting to measure the outcome. You might also add badges that could be earned. You could have like a leaderboard and so you're keeping track of each person's score over a period of time. But all of these elements that we have in games, you would add to a task. Why does it even work? So when you reach a new level in a game or you beat your highest score, your brain becomes excited and you release dopamine into the limbic pathway, which is also known as the reward pathway. This creates high motivation and makes you chase after the reward. We all know that feeling when we've been playing a game and we're winning and we feel that high from it. Well, this is the dopamine that's been released. So I use gamification all the time when I was teaching. It was a great way to get everyone involved. So some examples are using house points each week. So within classes, there would have been house points given out and the team over the week that got the most house points, so this is over a whole school, would get maybe early lunch or they'd get extra sport that week. They'd go out as a group, as a colour group, and they would get an extra sport lesson. Another way I've used the gamification is magic scrap. I'd secretly decide on several magic items that are on the floor in the classroom that need to be picked up and put away. And when that child picks up the magic item, they get the prize that we've decided. And that would be things like early bird, which means that they get to leave early for lunch or they get to be the first person out at snack or the first person to leave at the end of the day. So I'd usually have about five secret scraps on the ground or it might be a pencil or it might be a glue stick on the ground. And once the item have been picked up, I'd then say, oh, I have one of my winners here. That is a great motivating game for kids in school. They all love the magic scrap or magic item. I gamify my day as well for myself. So I have my to-do list and I write three things on it each day that I want to complete. And then I tick those items off and it gives me a huge hit of dopamine each time that I tick that to-do list. We gamify all the time in our house. So an example of this 
was over the weekend. We went and played mini golf as a family. And on the last two holes, my husband said, why not the person who gets the least amount on the last two holes will actually get breakfast made for them by the other adult. And the kids can help and join in as well. On the very last hole, we were neck and neck on the second last, on the last hole. Unfortunately, he bet me by one strike and that meant that I had to cook breakfast the next morning. So we do that throughout our week with different activities, little rewards like this that just spoil other people in the home. We might add music when we're cleaning up or we're doing things like when we're at nighttime and we're doing the dishes or packing the dishwasher and we're cleaning up after dinner, we'll add some music on and that just really motivates everyone in the house to sort of join in. We do another gamification is like at the end of a term or at the end of the year, I will be saying, okay, we need to eat all the pre-made meals that are in the freezer so we can start fresh and we'll try and eat everything out of the freezer. And it's sort of really motivating because maybe at the end, we'll also go out for dinner if we eat all of those meals that were in the freezer. My kids also have a Spriggy card, which is like a Visa card, and we can place money in it via an app for them. And there's actually a little section for you to add jobs. So we will add the jobs in And when they do the jobs and you can add a value to it, you tick it off and it goes straight into their card. And this really motivates one child more than the other in our family to get these jobs done because they want to see that money increase in their Spriggy account. I'll put links to Spriggy in the show notes. Another thing that also motivates my kids to help and do some jobs around the house is if we're going to go out for morning tea or we're going to go out at night for dessert. So if we're not using the music, we may then just say, let's all pitch in together and try and do all these jobs that we have, like, you know, washing on the line, unpacking the dishwasher, putting things away, and then we'll go out for morning tea, especially if it's a Saturday or a Sunday. I've also used like in my son's room, helping him clean up his room, he's grabbing the washing basket and if he throws all the items in and then I'll say, okay, I'll make you a hot chocolate if you can get all of the clothes items into the basket. And he really is motivated by games definitely gamification works so well with him. Decluttering and gamification can also work well. So these are some of the ones that I've heard about from other professional organizers or I've seen online that have worked and some of them I've used myself with some of my clients. So one of the easiest ways to gamify an activity is to add music, a podcast or an audio book to do a task to. It's going to be motivating. You're not really thinking about it. You're just doing it, especially if it's something like folding, washing, those activities that maybe don't require you to be thinking too much as you're doing it. Another gamification for decluttering idea is a 333 items in your wardrobe is a gamification idea. So you've got 33 articles of clothing that you can wear over the next three months. So obviously it's great if you're in a summer or you're in the winter season, but it's all clothing, accessories, jewelry, outerwear, shoes, all count towards the 33. So the only things, exceptions are your wedding rings, your underwear, your sleepwear, and any loungewear that you might wear around the house. And workout clothing aren't included in the Project 333. That's a great gamification but decluttering idea 
to reduce all the clothes that you have in your wardrobe. Another one is guess the items in a cardboard box. And I've done this with clients when I'm working with them is we've found a box somewhere and I'll say to them, what do you think is in this? And they'll get quite excited. They'll try and guess. Some of them will know, but generally they won't. They'll be like, I have no idea. And this can be small boxes that we find up to large boxes. There's lots of the gift boxes. The ones I love finding those because they never know what's inside it. So then we just get excited about looking inside and seeing what's inside. And I can see that it lifts people's moods when we do that activity. Like we found something and it's fun and we're not sure what's inside. Another one is guessing the number of paired socks. In lots of homes that I go in, there is the missing sock box or pile and in the laundry and we'll do the guess how many pairs if we can find the pairs the rest are to be thrown out or found a textile recycling place now I have a gamification for you one of my clients I found 175 pairs of socks we paired up so I wonder if you can beat that another great gamification in decluttering is spices and medical and guessing what the oldest date is. Obviously, one of the favorites is curry powder, and I probably even need to look at my own. You buy it, you use it a few times, you don't use it for a while, and the next time you look, it's like out of date by maybe five years. So I love working with clients, and I go, okay, guess what the date is, especially when it's a really old date, and seeing if they can guess what it is, and just seeing the the shock, but it's made as a joke and as a, a fun game. Another one is how many bags or boxes do you think we're going to be donating today will motivate some clients, but maybe not other people, depending on the person I work with. So it might be something that's actually going to motivate you, the thought of being able to give some of your things to other people who are in need. And that might be really motivating. Another one that's great is an app and the app is called Toss. And it's a gamification app that you go on to each day and it gives you places in your home to go and declutter. So for example, you might touch it today and it might say, uh, declutter your scarves. So you go to your scarves and get rid of the ones that maybe you don't wear anymore. You know, the next day, it only gives you one a day. The next day it might say, go to your medical cabinet and clean out all the tablets that are out of date. So each day it gives you a new thing to do. So that's a great app for you to do on your own at home and just keep the momentum going and doing a little bit at a time. Another one is body doubling, which I do with a lot of my clients. I work alongside them. Body doubling can be that you're doing different things. And sometimes I will be the person client I'm working with will be making decisions about certain items and I might be then cleaning out the cupboard. Just by having someone there is enough motivation to get the task done. I see this day in, day out with people I work with. In particular, body doubling goes with ADHD, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't work for everybody. You could also ring or video call a friend and just by having them there as that accountability for you will help get you motivated 
and to complete the tasks that you need to. Another one I have is that clients will send me photos when they've completed things that they've been talking about, like I've got craft projects that people have finished. Another one was like framing photos and framing certificates that they said they'd always wanted to do, and then they finally get around to doing it. Another one that was a great one was um, decluttering a piano top just so she could finally play the music that she wanted to. Another one of the body doubling is a client of mine. Over a period of a month, she actually had her bathroom renovated. And by having that handyman there every day, tiling, pulling out the bathroom, putting the new bathroom in, she decluttered her entire house from front to back, every cupboard. And that was because she had ADHD, but it was having that body doubling. Somebody there that to her, she felt that was accountability where he was like paying, probably paying absolutely no attention to what she was doing, just thinking that she's extremely motivated decluttering her cupboards. But for her, she found it really useful. The next thing I want to talk about more activities to involve kids in particular and really help with maybe more of tidying up rather than it's decluttering. And I've used these with kids with organizing, but I've also used these with kids, my own kids and some kids that I um, have taught. So the first one is beat the clock. So you have to decide on a category to be picked up. So this might be socks, books, and then you set a timer like time the timer, or if I'm in a school, I would have used the timer that's on the whiteboard. And then you pick up all the items as fast as possible before the timer goes off. This is a great game that kids really, really enjoy doing. The next one is goal shots. So decide on a category that you're going to pick up. So this might be soft toys or clothes in a kid's bedroom. And then they've got to throw the items into a box or a basket at a set distance. And again, you could have a, you could have a prize for any of these activities, but just make sure that you've stated the prize before you actually do the activity. But for lots of kids, it's just motivating that whole racing against a, to- a time or a distance instead. This could be just something like a leaderboard activity where you're keeping a score over a period of time and they're just trying to beat their, their score each week for the end of the term when you maybe have some some fun activity that you're going to do together. The next one is guess who. I will send my kids or even some of my little clients underneath their bed and or beside their bed. And then when they're under there, I'll get them to say, you know, what is the item? So they'll, they'll hold one item and I'll say, okay, I've got three guesses to guess what the item is that you're holding in your hands. So I might guess Teddy, a doll or a pair of shoes. And after the three guesses, if they haven't, um, I haven't said it right, they'll throw it out and we can keep a score of how many I get right, how many they've got right. And amazing how you can get all those things from underneath the bed brought out for you without you having to get under there. And the kids are really involved as well as you're spending quality time with them. I know it's jobs, but kids love any sort of time that you're going to spend with them. The next one is parent versus kid. So decide on a category to pick up. So this might be toys or rubbish in the room, in a bedroom, and pick up the items as fast as possible before the parent picks up their nominated items. This could even work in a toy room or in the lounge room. And so you're racing against each other. So the kid might be getting all the soft toys and the adults picking up all the dishes, but you're racing against each other. 
The next one is dusting for treasure. And I used to do this one with my daughter when she was really young because she loved the duster. Hide little things, stickers and these little coins that she had. It might be ushies under various items in the room. And then I would get her to dust the room and find the little items that were hidden around the room. And she loved doing that. Another one was I spy. So you describe an item in the room that needs to be put away and the child needs to guess what it is. And then when they guess it, they have to go put it away. And again, you can have so many guesses before you actually tell them the item and then put it away. And I have two final ones. Now, these ones are great ways for adults as well. If you struggle with cleaning up a room, these ones might be a great one that you've used or you you already used, but you didn't even realize they were actually gamification games. So one of them is called Bulldozer. You basically push all the items that are on the floor into a corner and make one pile instead of feeling so overwhelmed and not sure where to start with everything all over the floor. But just make sure there's no water, there's no paint or items that would make a mess. And once you've got them in the pile, then you can go through and it doesn't mean you could say, I'll put a timer on for five minutes and you take out five minutes worth and then you leave the pile. You still have all the clean space around it to be able to move, but that pile is over there in one corner sitting and waiting. A little addition to that is called treasure chest. So instead of leaving the pile there, you may gather all those items up into the room and put it in a box or what most of my clients will use is their washing baskets and they call it the treasure chest. And so when you're looking for an item, you can go dig for treasure in the box and look for that item or you can then find a time where you're going to get that treasure box out and you're going to go and put all the things away when you've probably got more energy and you're more motivated to do it. Because we're not always, at the end of the day, we may just need our space to be nice and clear and so we're feeling less overwhelmed. By clearing that space, we're feeling better and we can just place that treasure chest in a place where we don't have to look at it until maybe the next day when we have the energy and the capacity to be able to put it away. Maybe we have support then that can also help us to put all those items back and put them away. So I hope by sharing these gamification ideas that your boring, mundane tasks seem more enticing and fun and you can get your kids involved as well. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you find yourself wasting precious time searching for misplaced items and wishing for a more organized life, then you need my five-minute declutter ebook, the ultimate guide to quick and easy organizing solutions for a clutter-free and happy home. Forget about spending months comaring your house. These fun solutions are designed to give you immediate results in under five minutes. Head over to Simply Happy in the resource section and download your free copy and start seeing results in minutes. I'd like to acknowledge the Wathaurong people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.